The latest inflation data here in Australia means bad news for anyone that holds a mortgage. And in this video, we're gonna talk about the likelihood of an interest rate hike in a couple of weeks at the next RBA meeting and what this could mean for the Australian property market. There's so many people speculating that maybe the market is just holding on. And just one more rate hike could break the back of the economy and we might find ourselves in a recession. So in this video, I'm gonna discuss what the probability of that looks like, what that means for house prices and how you can prepare. If you're interested, definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now the latest inflation data came out here in Australia and effectively it went up. And that's not what we wanted because if the inflation goes up or it isn't dropping as fast as you know the RBA really hopes, then it means that maybe we open up the window for another rate hike. As we know, interest rates go up. That means more people will use more money towards paying their mortgage down, which means one less dollar that goes to the cafe or goes to the shops for retail. Now what's interesting is this is happening while we've entered a per capita recession. Now we could find ourselves in a per capita depression which would be four negative quarters when it's on the basis of per capita. And I said a few months ago that when we saw that number come out and we were confirmed to be in a per capita recession, I was like, there's only a matter of time before we find ourselves in a technical recession here in Australia. Now at this point, it doesn't actually matter whether you're in a recession or not when it comes to building wealth. And I'll tell you why, because we always get told that, okay, when there's a recession, there's a down turn, everything's going to go down and that's when you can go and pick up properties on the cheap or assets on the cheap. Now it's different because there's still people making a lot of gains because some markets are still going up. Now yes, in the share market you've got certain stocks that'll go up, in crypto you've got certain cryptos that'll go up and in the Australian property market you've got different suburbs, different streets and different asset types that will go up and down. So there's volatility. But what's more important above everything is if we do get a recession, it's not just about what assets you hold, it's what sort of cash flow can you generate from those assets as well as your own income. So your properties might be negatively geared or it might be breaking even. So you'll go, okay, I can't get cash flow from there. What are my other sources of income? And if you aren't upskilling right now, if we do see a downturn and it's worse than the GFC, well, companies will let go of employers. And in that situation, you want to be so valuable to a company that they're never going to think about getting rid of you. So you need to be upskilling. You need to learn other things. And if that means suddenly you don't have a job, you can always generate at least an extra hundred or 200 bucks by doing a side hustle and entering the gig economy. Now, CBA and ANZ and Westpac have noted that the decision would be finally balanced with the RBA forecasts and further data suggesting the possibility for the board to pause. What's interesting is now banks are jumping on and saying, yeah, maybe we are going to have a rate hike. Rate City Research Director Sally Tyndall said all four banks were in agreement that a rate rise was the most likely outcome of next week's meeting. The last time all four bank economic teams unanimously predicted a hike at the next board meeting was back in March 2023, she said. A 0.25 percentage point hike would see the average borrower with a $500,000 home loan pay an extra $76 in monthly repayments. Now that doesn't sound like a lot, but then this means mortgage repayments would have increased by $1,210 across all 13 hikes every single month. Now the question is, how much of a loan do you actually have? Because if you have a loan that's now a million dollars, that would be 2x that number, which is an extra 2,400 every single month. So some people are really struggling with this. And now if we've just paused for three or four months and we start seeing an increase in interest rates again, this is really going to break the back of confidence in Australia because people are going to look at this and say, um, the rates were paused, which means, okay, I have certainty around what my monthly repayments look like and probably for the foreseeable future. Now with inflation data 
not looking so promising, you've got the RBA opening up to potentially more rate hikes. You're saying, well, just when I knew that I could take care of my budget and I've trimmed down all of my spending, I'm gonna have to do that even more. Or there's other people that I know personally that have reached out to me saying, look, we are struggling. Everything that we make goes straight into our fixed costs. Now an interest rate hike could mean that they're in the negative. And if people don't have savings because they spent all their money trying to buy this one house, you could find yourself on Struggle Street. Tyndall said that the rate hike would take Australia's cash rate to its highest level in over a decade, placing further strain on mortgage holders. While it's astounding to think that the last 12 rate hikes haven't been enough, the board has made it clear it will do what it takes to rein in inflation using the one blunt instrument it has, she said. Now, unfortunately, that's all they're relying on is, hey, let's put the interest rates up. But we've got to know that 70% of Australians don't actually have a mortgage. And this is what blows my mind, is how are we in 2023 or 2024, depending on when you're watching this, how are we relying on this one thing to get us to lower inflation? What's really hard to understand is when you then see on the fiscal side, so the government spending, going towards actually increasing things like rental assistance, pension payments. And I get it because obviously there's a crisis when it comes to rents and there's a cost of living crisis. But what you're doing is you're effectively introducing new money into the system. As you get new money into the system, that actually creates more inflation. So while we had the couple of years where low inflation was in play, okay, you're going to put money into the economy, stimulate it, and it's going to be all good. But if you start doing that in a high inflation environment, it means inflation doesn't drop off. It actually takes time to drop off. That's why a call for the recession might actually be the only way out. Because historically, we've known that inflation drops off a cliff when we have a recession. That might be something that all central banks are actually looking at now. CBA's head of Australian economist, Gareth Ed, said the data was stronger than their previous predictions and the odds now favor a hike. We ascribe a 70% chance to a 25 basis point rate increase in November and a 30% chance to hold. Of course, a rate hike in November is not guaranteed. And what we can see here is the actual expectations with the ASX rate indicator calculation. And what we can see is the number was at like 5% of a possibility of another rate hike. And this was before the data actually came out. And as the data has come out and we've seen other things play out, we've seen as high as 55% as of 25th of October and more recently at 47%. So it's pretty much a flip of a coin at this point, whether they're going to increase interest rates or they're not. But the fact that it's opened up the door for this has meant that over the weekend, auction clearance rates aren't that flash. You've got less people at open homes because people are scared. Now I went to the shops earlier today and I can tell you now it's still full. So either people are just walking around not buying anything or they're actually spending money, but money they may not actually have. Now here's where it gets really interesting because yes, while everyone focuses on, okay, interest rates go up, that means my mortgage repayments go up. That means my borrowing capacity reduces and that may effectively decrease property prices. But what's happening with the rental crisis? Because we know that interest rates going up means that there are other effects. And one of those is to the rent. So instead of me explaining it, I just used AI to explain it. So we can read what Google AI suggests and we'll take it from there. So I asked if interest rates in Australia increase, what will happen to rent? Now I know what's gonna happen, but let's have AI explain it. Interest rate increases in Australia are likely to lead to higher rents, but the exact impact is difficult to predict. Some experts believe that landlords may pass on the increased costs of their mortgages to tenants, while others believe that interest rates rising will lead to a slowdown in investment activity, which could reduce the supply of rental properties and drive up rents. Ultimately, the impact of interest rates increases on rents will depend on a number of factors, including the state of the economy, the level of housing demand, and the behavior of landlords. So let's look at those couple of conditions, being that the state of the economy, we know that there's real turmoil out there. Then we look at the level of housing demand. Housing demand's here, housing supplies here. Nobody wants to sell their properties, yet there's so many immigrants coming into the country, they either want to rent or they want to buy. And then we have the behavior of landlords. What we've seen over the last 18 months is they're simply going and passing on as much as they can to the tenant. Now, there are some regulations that have come out more recently that have started protecting tenants with increases not being as 
frequent, but ultimately it's about 12 months before your rents increase again. Now everyone's on rolling periods. You might have your 12 months end now, you might have it end in six months, but the main point is you need to be prepared whether you're a renter or an investor, because you might be in a position where your property is actually appreciated a lot. And instead of having to sell the property, you might be able to take out some equity and then use that as the buffer. Or if you've actually done this well and you did it the right way, you had the right strategy, you bought the right property, it's probably positively geared, if not neutral. And worst case, you had an emergency fund in case something like this played out. It is a wild time that we live in, but I think the next 12 months is the key to everything. If you wanna be stuck in the middle, it's not really an option. You're either gonna go and increase your position or you're gonna decrease your position. By just holding your position, you might be actually losing a lot of ground. And that's why you need to have a strategy. If you need help with buying an investment property, definitely go check out this video. We're a full service buyers agency. So I don't just come here, give you some entertaining videos in my black t-shirt. I run one of the fastest growing buyers agencies in Australia. So if you need the help, please do reach out. It is a very testing time. Do the right thing and you're gonna set yourself up for financial freedom in the next five to 10 years. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. Smash that like button if you haven't already and subscribe because hey, who doesn't like videos like this? I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.